Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed with your hosts Ayla Hadi, Allison Weaver, and Johnny Pinea. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode and another year of podcasts. Um, we're really, really excited to showcase to you what we are doing this year. This year, the goal and going forward is to work from large spaces and, and locations to small ones. And so today's episode is going to be about a very large space. So today we will go to, of course, Russia, which happens to be the place with the most space next to, of course, Antarctica, which we will do at the end. So really, really looking forward to going on this journey of arts and culture with you all. And I'm joined here with my usual host, as you have heard in the intro. And of course, we are going to be discussing our first uh, topic today, which is going to be um, dance. And you may think, oh, why are we going in a, another dance one? Well, here's why, because we're going to have a specific order in which we do things, which will cover a variety of performing arts. And so I'm starting back at the beginning. So with that being said, um, we welcome you back to another episode of Second Seas. Now, today's creatives that we have are extremely, extremely, extremely beautiful and wonderful people. And I have a lot of respect for these two. Um, so we are going to introduce those individuals to you shortly. So the first uh, thing we're going to say is that the video the video today, you we will link into the show notes. And we have a very special video to do for you today called Libertango. And this is freestyle is what I call freestyle tango. So it's freestyle Argentine tango, which is basically where you get to create your own choreography, but you have to have elements of, of course, tango. And the featured artists today are going to be Ekaterina Krisanova, who I will probably call Katia sometimes in this, because that will be my default sometimes. And then we have Denis Tagnistov, and both of these are extremely talented, extremely wonderful dancers in their own right. And of course, you may know about Ms. Krishnova because of her amazing role that she has at the Bolshoi. Um, and of course, Denis should be no stranger, stranger to anyone because he is an excellent dancer. And the clip that we're going to see today is from a Russian dance competition which is one of the elite competitions that happens in Russia. And of course, as most of you know, if you have known anything about professional dance, Russia has, I would argue, probably some of the best dancers, if not the best dancers and dance training schools on earth. So without further ado, we will get into our topic. And thank you once again for being with us. All right. So let's let's hear everybody's first impressions as usual and go in on this topic. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. And watching, especially now, you know, Libertango 
beginning to, 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 to grow again. And even though it is a niche sort of uh, um, type market, but that niche in itself is not really a niche. It is just a part of the world that the other part of the world doesn't know about. <laughs> Beautiful about what they've done. This is the essence of what I think tango originated as. Mm-hmm. Tango was never, I don't, I'm not going to give history on tango because I'm, I know nothing. Uh, but tango in, in itself, from where it came, all things are designed accordingly. And there's, there's, believe it or not, there is a reason why certain things are done. And, and because it, it, it sort of came into the bars and things like that in like, you know, sort of Argentina and around there at that time, that's why it became an Argentinian tango and not because it came originally from the, the, the Spanish, as uh, most of the things do, but that's a different kind of thing, tango. So. But even at that time, before like early before the 19th century, I, I don't know why, but like everybody was so uptight, you know, it was like, oh, you know, I think <laughs> it had to do with disease. I think it might have had something to do with disease, disease and, and clothing, yes. You know, humongous skirts and anything to just, just please don't breathe on me. I don't want the clue. So um, a lot of that was going on, and, and they didn't like it when people in Spain were, like, dancing too closely. And it was also men and women dancing. No, no, no. Anyway, went down to the gauchos, now the cowboys, who live out there in the, in the, in the you know, the, the what do you call the pampas thing? The pampas, and yeah. They're, they're incredible. I actually have a friend who was one, but they're nice guys, you know. They're nice they, they, live, they live in their chaps, let's put it that way. Um, but henceforth, they would come into town to dance, and the women liked to dance them because they're the ones who used to dance a lot, believe it or not, the men would dance together. They didn't have anything, no problem with that. You know, and they weren't like doing like hokey dokey do, you know, kind of, you know, left foot, left, uh, right foot. They were actually developing a, the tango, the Argentinian tangos, which is uh, developed into the Libre tango now. And, and, and uh, taken from different uh, experiences, because not all gauchos are necessarily Argentinian. So, um, these guys would dance together. Then they come to the bars and dance together again. You see? Mm-hmm. But now, if they wanted a girl to dance them, the girl's positioning and the whole movement of the girl has to be in us because the guys didn't smell great, you know? Yep. <laughs> They've been raunching out. <laughs> oh, I know. They, you know. Good looking guys, but. So, henceforth, you will notice that the, the women like hold the crook of the arm there and they keep that, 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 that nose facing the other direction. You see, uh, which is, is quite an interesting thing when you come to it. You know, it gives it a, a sense of reality, you know, because in its essence, I mean, what, what we saw there with, with Dennis, and I'm not going to pronounce. Um, you can just say Katya, that would be easier. Yeah, beautiful guy. That, well, he, that, he's a dude. He's a dude of all dudes, you know. I mean, what is not, what is not to like about that guy? I mean, not truly. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, wow. Wondering. Um, he has he has the the right frame for it. He has everything going for it, but he's got the frame uh, for 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 this decade for now. You know how body shapes change. Yeah, and then the frame for uh, is it Katya? Is that the the lady's name? Please you can, you can say Katya. That's so, that's good. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 uh, the, the, 
The style itself, how it is drawn, you can take it all the way to, to, to Fosse even. You know, you can even look at the Fosse stuff like Chicago and all those sharp movements there, whether that mm-hmm. came from the Libertango yeah, or yeah. But you can draw from every dance style that I could imagine. It was kind of in essence there. But with the drama and the beautiful kind of imagery that is created, I mean, the imagery of the Black Widow, the, the, you know, the imagery of the bull, the imagery of, of, of you know, the man mm-hmm. uh, coming to the rescue, the imagery of the morning after, the imagery of all these images included in this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they've taken it what Tango should be because Tango was essentially drawn from that, from what I understand. It was a mixture, as most are. It's not. It's not a puro type of or purist type of, of thing, which a lot of people. I mean, there was a time here, you know, where where a lot of the guys around me would get into this whole tango thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was tango. Time, yeah. yeah, and then, then the guys that would, you know, it's one of those things that they kind of drop all the time, you know. It's like. Well, you know, you know, tango, you know, and an Argentinian tango, you know, that kind of thing. So, but they went, oh, it's shame to Buenos Aires, shame. They went to go and like do Argentinian tango mm. and got robbed blind on the first night. It was a shame, man. Uh, <laughs> terrible. It was dumb, serious. They were, they were everything. Um, but watching them dance there, uh, the, the unbelievable. Uh, Precision poetry, yes, to look like it's nothing, it's so easy. The ease of it, it's not formalized in the precision. The precision is given in a complete impromptu feel like this person actually did that right there at that moment. They've never done that before, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I mean, beyond sexy, I mean, beyond. It's you know, it's it's wonder or something yeah. at another level. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. It is what it should be. It's what it should be. It's not stuck in a, a place. You know, we, we everything mm. needs to move forward, you know. And so many of our things are stuck in a mm. certain place. And and, and for, for for most inane and completely illogical reasons that don't hold mm-hmm. up. You know, mm. uh, I'm sorry, yeah. tradition is a wonderful thing in our place. And all that, but within tradition, if the whole world was tradition, uh, I would probably be a hell of a lot better than it is now. I'm sorry about that. Well, that was a bad, bad example. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't move forward in the art. We wouldn't, art would not progress. And what else is art but progression, expression, uh, everything creation? Mm. And creation goes where it wishes to go. And if it so goes that way, which it has done now with Piazzolla. This is one of those things that kind of happen, you know. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's like uh, gypsy jazz, you know, it just happens. Yeah, yeah, it just you know? happens. And it's not like you can do much with gypsy jazz because Django invented it with two fingers, so tough for you, you know what I mean? You play with two fingers. Go, dude. You know, yeah. um, that's the way it is. Uh, but that's the forming of the art, in other words, not controlling for. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just. Uh, Say a few things next, unless you want Sorry to go. No, you're good. I love the way how we just come out the gate. Yes, <laughs> makes me happy. I, I'm like always selling steroids, man. Yeah, so I'll go unless you want to go next. Doesn't Please matter. Please go, everybody. Okay, I'll go okay. then. 
So uh, as as people who are very familiar with the tango will know Gabino, is, Gabino Ezeiza was the founder and he makes a, a lot of different within with uh. things like the Peruvian Waltz and things like uh, Mazurka, Contradanza, Polka, Cadombe, um, etc., Milonga. So he was kind of mixing different influences all together. Um, And then he, they also, of course, as you know, or if you have listened to it a while, some of you may not have in that case, I hope that you do because it's lovely. They usually have flute, guitar, violin, bandeon, just kind of like an accordion. And then you may add like piano, double bass, violin, and of course, cajon or other percussion to to give it more flavors. But the thing that I really like about Libertango is that when people do Libertango versus the classical tango, which of course living next to Argentina for a long time, I was constantly available and immersed in this kind of world of mate tango and the rest, which I still like my matecito. But basically um, the thing that always gets me about Libertango is that you can tell a really cool story. like a really deep story. Mm-hmm. And of course, Piazzolla, when he wrote Libertango, was just experimenting and trying stuff out. And I think when people perform Libertango, or as some people call this, there's a style derivative off of regular tango, which they call Libertango as well, in honor of Piazzolla. Some people call it that. Um, but I appreciate how, um, for example, this piece, they really explored so much of their creativity and it felt to me that there was a lot of trust between them, even Mm. though it was a very big competitive sitting, like, you know, sometimes when people get into competition, they, they kind of shift, but yeah, it felt like there was a lot of trust, especially with the amount of move, the amount of, creative movement and flow yeah Yeah. so that was something immediately yeah Mm -hmm. and then there was like they were they were just they were gathering the audience into the story that's the way i could describe it they were they were they were taking them into the story they were they were changing the atmosphere so nicely so like they could just turn the audience like this and you could see the judges going (laughs) like this like they were like completely drawn into it and i think that's really something that not a lot of people can do especially in the competition setting because it's not in your home setting like you know your home stage or your home whatever environment it is it's much more high adrenaline and then you have a very usually a very enthusiastic competitive audience so yeah it's just it's just gorgeous gorgeous that's beautiful beautiful art and i'm excited to hear what you have to say about i um so there's like a lot of things that you could discuss in regards to this piece in regards to the history of the argentinian bengo in general um i love how you kind of touched up on how it kind of has a blend of african dancing and then you know the polk dancing um and even like the cuban habanero um it kind of 
melds different dance styles together, which is pretty indicative of um, Latin American culture in general. Um, And I kind of read more into it. And I thought it was also interesting that at one point it almost became a symbol of the classism and political uh, environment of Argentine, right? Um, It was kind of taken up by European immigrants, people who were formerly enslaved, low income um, residents of Argentine. And as you had mentioned earlier, Johnny, how it was sort of underground for a while, especially with the rise of the prohibition era and all of these factors together kind of make it an almost act of resistance. That's kind of in the line of, or the history of the dance. And it shows with the dancers, even if it's almost a century later, you can see the the passion and urgency in the dance. And that's kind of the hallmark of the dance. And it's, translates perfectly in the actual performance by uh, Dennis and Ekaterina. Um, You start off with them both laying on the ground, kind of a more helpless, um, non-defensive position, right? Or I should say defensive position. And then it sort of builds up tempo and there's so much attitude and angst in the beginning pull and push, pull and push so much drama. And um, then it sorts, sort of picks up tempo. And that was kind of my favorite part around the two minute 50 second part. And the personality, especially that was displayed through Katarina was just so beautiful to see. And it was so much fun that it wasn't just the stagnant experience it switched up and almost within like a one second frame she switched from attitude angst to just a beaming smile uh sassy and the actual movements picked up tempo too until like all you could see was like a blur of feet it was a really enjoyable part for me um and then there were also points where i just felt myself admiring the athleticism of the dancers in particular yeah. with Ikatarina, like the core she's, strength she's genius oh my goodness I could never like I struggle with my planks Whoa. and I couldn't imagine myself Whoa. balancing yes, on hands up in the air <laughs> yeah I mean complete like I mean that, that is like what I mean by this like like circus time when yeah. you're like twirling somebody above your head you know look more no hands um that's that's pretty spectacular. Yeah. That's very spectacular, yeah. What but I think is super sub- super awesome too is that in terms of the dance culture in Russia, they make people mm. train in like so many kinds of dance. No matter what mm. your specialty is, they will train in like tons of styles of dance. I think I yeah. mentioned this in another video, another podcast, but um, when uh when we were talking about Royal Ballet the other time. Um, but <clears throat> the these guys literally will take like unknown choreographers from Lord knows where, let them choreograph in whatever they basically want, essentially. And then the, the dancers will have to, to do it. 
So like they keep them on their feet. So like it's no. not just like they're doing practicing their male style. They're always no. competing and always going to the next bar. That's what I appreciate yeah. about these this kind of dedication. And you can see it in this piece clearly because they're very comfortable in the style that they're in. And though like it's not her primary style. So and it's not his primary style either. But they just can they can do it because yeah. that's how they get that's how they go. They're just getting so yeah. I don't know. It's just this really rigorous, really, really, really rigorous training and mm. very good training that they get. It's just, it's so impressive. I mean, they've been the, the Puma for forever. I yeah, mean, forever. Like forever and ever. Yes, yes. For, I mean, the arts and that is, is but, well, we're not going to, as you say, Russia is another whole person and everything that's there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, as you were saying, with, with, with it, it, to me, it seemed like the two of them were doing it. And I had the feeling from both performers that this was actually like a warm up for them. This was easy. Oh, yeah. Stuff. They were not even trying. No, it's that kind of thing. Uh, but at the same time, to be able to capture, and like you say, Every performer, when walking onto the stage, you need to own the stage. I would mm. say, it, you know, I say that you got to make it yours. You know, it's yours. It belongs to you. That audience belongs to you. They, they've come there, your friends. And uh, but taking the space now, taking a space has got nothing to do with like uh, big movements. It's got nothing to do with it. It's got to do with your intention and your focus. Yeah, the talk presence. more about that because I think no, the presence, listeners may presence. appreciate this. Yeah. Now, the beauty the of being able too. to start something lying on the floor, like to, like very similar in a way, like, you know, how they beautifully started it off in that way, but the passion within it, 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 it smelt, it spoke of the evening mm, before. Mm-hmm. 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 This, now that quality to do that means you're deeply entrenched within and you understand the emotion of it. You understand the smells and the feels and the et cetera and et cetera, you know? Uh, yeah. And I can see both these dancers did. You know, they, they, they know it like the back of their hand. And so therefore, when, when things are shown which are so, which we relate to, and that's another thing, is the commonality of relation. Even though it has progressed in the Libertango you know, so dominated by that, that that accordion, which is a beautiful thing, um, that that um, it has progressed to the place of expression where you are mixing even more than salsa, even more than like what you're getting from Cuba, even more than what, yeah. you got a little polka, you got a little bit of that, a little bit of that, a little bit of hip, a little bit, you know, a little bit of just mm-hmm. stuff, you know, swinging that little like body around, um, you know, and you do all these things, but then when you come into the drama of it and the absolute passion, now you can't fake passion. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> uh, uh, and especially in there, in there, uh, as you say, with the attitude that they dance with, which is so natural to them, it's not put on. Uh, you, I often see dance where, where one has to be, and I, and I do understand. But a person who doesn't understand it themselves, it all hasn't lived it, might I say. That's just right. that maybe, I don't know. But you can see when someone is is trying to, you know. Yeah. yeah so when trying someone yeah. is trying to do it, like trying to put Correct. it on, but they trying don't have it. Yeah. Trying to be yeah. passionate, yeah. trying to be intense, yeah. and and 
but the way it's not an arrogance. You see, people always talk about the arrogance of tango. And it's not arrogant, it's, though. It's not. It never it's just arrogant. You've got to look at where it comes from. Every, like I said, the dance forms are always dictated by the environment. And, and, uh, what are you going to talk about? Argentine. All environment uh, uh, orientated where they dance, the exact place where they dance, that dictated the dance, you know, and who they were dancing with. And now with the little tango, what they've taken a lot in the port, and these two dances did so beautifully, was they lived through it. And by living through it, uh, they helped yeah. us to live through it too at the same time. You know, yeah. it gives a freedom because of their freedom. You know, they were doing some Argentine steps that I could not believe. So... I could not believe. I was looking at some of the steps. I was going, no, you can't yeah. get away with that, man. Come on. <laughs> it's like, well, what are you going to do? A box step now? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And they could do it, and it works. And it works. Beautiful. Yeah. Argentine culture is so it's so like it's so warm, but you have to be connected into the right circle. So like if you get into the culture, you need to know where you're standing and who you know to get inside of it. Otherwise, like if they say that if you're not plugged in and <laughs> chupado, yeah. then you're not gonna have a good time in Argentina. But if you go with the right plug-in, you will see yeah. how warm and how and how good people are to you and how and how people are so just enjoying life now because they went through all these things as a country and it just comes through their music, through the culture. Jumping in, but I, before I forget this thing. No, keep going. This, I think, is a very great essence of like a, a little bit of a key to 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 the actual temperament of, of the, the humanity within that, that time, place, space, mm -hmm. and probably today. Um is that the fact that cowboys, now I think cowboys, uh, you don't think of guys that would have much sensitivity. But they do. <laughs> but of course they do. You see. So now them dancing together, two men, can you imagine? There's all, they're all guys. Yeah. They're all guys. They're all guys, man. Sweaty, stinky guys. You know what I'm saying? Around the fire, having a good time. Have a dance. They don't dance like, that's what I meant by the hokey pokey. It's like, the way they develop the dance between them, that they, it shows so much because it has a a, a passion, not a, not a not an arrogance. It has a subtle sort of it's an internal fire burning within. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not it's not a, a, a obtrusive. That's it what doesn't I break at you. It doesn't you know, and 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 it's so contained because I mean, yes, when they came into the places, the bars and etc. were small, and uh, they were dancing around round tables and things. So, a lot of the movements originally of the tango were dictated as such, and then when women joined eventually, because just two three men dance, um, uh, the, the the different things that would happen. And then now, what's happening? Watching it, how it's opened up now. You see, it's right. the, the movements have started opening up, and they've opened up, and it's still within everything of the reality of emotion of. Oh, I'm not going to say truth, but the, the the reality of emotion of of, of the, the the warm, hot, passionate people, truly warm, hot, and passionate. You know, yeah. um, in the most beautiful way, the way that is sensitive. You know, and yeah. and, and it's Spanish as well. It's very Spanish. Got to say. 
ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパンスタイルですね。ジャパ
Mm-hmm. You know? So travelers coming in and out, travelers moving in and out, influences, different flavors, different this, different that. But within that, the integral, as you just said, I, the smell, the feel, the the absolute heart of the Argentinian mm-hmm. that's it's- in that. And, and that is a, is a divine way of carrying uh, a culture's history, no matter what uh, ever happens. That, to me, then, it tells me more than any anthem. Uh, yeah. So I don't want to make this the Argentina show, so, uh, but I love that we could give a good background about it. Uh, what I do want to talk about is the the way that they're fusing, because right now we obviously have a Russian take on it, and we can talk about this fusion that they're doing and their interpretation of it. And also we may talk a little bit, if you guys are so inclined, about, about dance and dance culture in Russia, because there's like a bazillion different kinds of dance. Um, I just picked this fusion because I thought it was excellent. And it just shows you the technical excellence of Russian dance, generally Russian dancers. Um, We could have picked something more traditional or whatever, but um, I kind of went with this because I was interested to explore how Russia is exploring different cultures, how Russia is preserving also their own culture, while being open to to going out and exp- and going out of their box a little bit, if you will, and uh, really trying to get to know um, different different ways and making things their own, you know, just like any country. So, um, for example, um, for me, what I enjoyed is that 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 when you see Russian dance, for example, any of the styles, you get like just a little bit of a flavor of that region or that area. And when they're exploring another culture, you can see what they feel to be important about that place. So that's how I see when anyone does a fusion. So in this case, what I noticed a lot of was the aerials, the use of um, the floor versus the standing. And a lot of people will not experiment with the floor or with aerials when they're doing tango. And so you can see that this is the, the the spin of the Russian spin on it because, you know, Russians are very good with their aerials, very good with that. And um, I just felt that the, the use of those different levels really catered so well to the audience because the audience, of course, what are they looking for? They're looking for the the the, the moment, the action, the that, you know? And so... That was a really interesting thing that I said, ah, well, now I never saw anyone use the air before with tango no. until I saw yeah. it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally Russian tango. This is awesome. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah. So I just kind of wanted to explore that with you guys. And if you have been, for example, exposed to other styles of Russian dance, which I have had the pleasure because my father was living in Russia during the USSR. He introduced us to a lot of different things from the culture. So anyway, just wanted to start to explore this a little bit with you all. Thoughts? Well, I just, if I may, because, uh-huh. you know, I get excited, you know what Help I mean? Help yourself, I mean, yeah. I also forget, you know, a lot. <laughs> so if I don't say it immediately, don't forget uh, the, yes, and the, the Russian people themselves being such passionate people. Yes, the Russians yeah. They're also passionate. Mm-hmm. They're also beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sincere in their hearts and beautiful and rich, you know, and bizarre and wonderful. All the things, you know, all the colors are there. 
Mm. And 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 uh, uh, yes, the fact that the two cultures could just because it's a mixture of many cultures, every move there would it, it totally looked to me like uh, the, the director says to the, the the dancers, "Look, you guys are like bursting so many different forms. Follow the flow. Follow yes. the flow." And this is what happens: is that the guys naturally followed the flow. So in following that flow and following the line and the directions, it's very, very martial artsy, you know. Mm, it's like flowing mm. with, you know, it's very Bruce Lee and all that, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but that's what they were doing. And in each one you could see where they were proficient in certain dance styles or it just came naturally to them. Let's put it that way. It felt to me it did. Uh, none of the moves that any, any of them made, especially especially the guy Dennis, none of his moves because he's it's always hard for him because he's the big guy, you know. He's standing there, yeah. you know. It's very difficult to make himself look small, you know. But yet it is it is uh, so indicative of romance and all that how the man gives himself to the woman and the woman is the one who leads. It, mm. It's a wonderful thing. It's you know it's a I love it the irony. <laughs> and uh, it is, it's ironic in its whole way, you know. It's, 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 and uh, she's the one who's controlling and drawing and pulling back and doing all of those things. And it's all emotional draws and it's all within mm. the emotional, part, you know. Uh, uh, uh. And, yeah. but then when you said like they walked into that, that, that lovely aerial, you see, and then yeah. took that aerial a step further. I mean, to do the aerial, oh, hey, once, that was already once. hard. And then <laughs> you're sitting on the line of party trick, you know, let's do a party trick. So fine. That's okay. Do a party trick. But they did the party trick within the intention of the line. If you watch the way that's it right. moves, yeah. it doesn't mm -hmm. come from nowhere. It goes within the line. It goes within <laughs> the whole little section there of what they used in the yeah. drama. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, 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 to tell you that part of that story, you know, of like, you know, and once again, she, it's always the thing of the forces between the two, who's in control, mm -hmm. who's not in control, when nobody's in control and they're nervous. Love is in control or whatever is in control. But it's the passion that, and, and but the, the, the role play that goes, you know, but mm -hmm. I love the fact that you don't have passive women you know, uh, your 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 you know, it is just so divine to have uh, to be able to watch to be able to watch a dance where you have a seriously woman in her in her muck, as we say here, in her marrow. Um, you know, standing her like on her ground. You know that it's all, they take that 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 they take that space. You know, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, she just uses the space so well. Oh yeah. Here's the space oh, yeah. one. You're gonna say something? I oh, um, I think it goes back to the precision for me because um, Russian dance culture has been kind of taking a space within the social media arena where um, you know professional dancers who have either who have gone through the training or currently going through the training, um, talk about their experiences and make jokes about it in certain mm. ways um, on how strenuous it was. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> strenuous and not just in a physical sense, but even mentally strenuous. Yeah, it's a challenge. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is not for the weak hearted, for sure. Mm. Uh, and 
I think you can kind of see that on display in the dance with uh, both dancers, um, especially, you know, when you when you both have talked about their utilization of the aerial. Right. Um, I could definitely see the ballet background um, within the movements, even though, again, you kind of associate ballet with. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you could see it, especially like before when I mentioned her shoe and just Mm -hmm. like looking at the curvature of her foot like that's that's the Russian ballet there. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's another fun thing that they do even on social media is they'll pull up like three simultaneous screens of the same exact ballet piece or performance. And it's like. Uh, you know, like <laughs> Russian uh, ballet company and then, you know, the American ballet company and Royal and it, it, you see by millisecond the difference in how each movement is executed yes. based off of the culture. And I don't know. I mean, each each one is beautiful, but just the Russian one just really pulls you in. And, you know, there's something very hypnotic about that video. It truly like just sucks you in. And you kind of lose sense of your surrounding uh, room and and area. You just become super laser focused on this pair. Just the mm-hmm. energy is electric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the physical match is just so divine. The uh, everything about them matches in such a perfect way. You know, his 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 lines, his body lines, and as Such you say, clean you can lines. see so easily, yes. especially in a male, you can see the, the formal dancing training, you know, and even in, in as far as I would say, even ballroom possibly. You know, no, because he does you watch have his a lines of his legs, yes. the lines mm-hmm. of his legs as he takes his legs wherever he strikes a small little pose, rose. You know, it, it's like he's it's always those lines and, and the certain movements go right into that 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 place mm. of um you can see it, but it's it's not that you take it as such. This is what's so beautiful because with tango is 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 supposed to look like a little bit more kind of loose. Yeah. It, it, it loose, but you see, not loose. At the same time, it was just simply ingrained within itself, so it could be. If that it doesn't sound too, you know, uh, grandiose to keep, uh, it, it just was within the form of being. Yeah, you know, there is, there is no uh, no apology made for anything. It's like literally, if a mistake was made ever. You know, within that dance piece, I, I'm willing to bet you they could go into any any dance move and like pull it off and bring it back, and nobody mm. would know. Yeah, it's got that kind of freedom. To, it's got that it's kind, that of, kind place of, power, of like almost yeah. as it's urging them almost to like mm-hmm. venture forth as you like step off his hip as you come off the hip. The time I'm urging, go, go, do it. You want to pirouette? Do it. You know, it's like. It had that feel of it, mm. it's outward going, you know, yet mm-hmm. it's so insular, but as you were saying, it doesn't play for the audience. The audience come to it. The audience mm. came to those dancers. Yes, the audience had to come to them. That performance mm-hmm. did not go to the audience because the two of them were so focused with each other. It was so within each other, so ingrained, so naturally beautiful. And and, and that is that is that is super wow and i can imagine that in dancing it i'm sure they love every second of it because 
the way it is done. You can see the joy. <laughs> the way it is done, it is done. I think they walk out of there probably like bursting with energy, you know. Um, you know, like fires shooting off their like skin kind of thing. Um, and and as you say, effortless, not exhausting at all. Doesn't look at all exhausting yet. Wow. What yep, you're used that? to going for three hours and that's just a walk in the park. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a leisurely yeah. stroll. That's just, yeah. oh, we just did something for the audience. <laughs> yeah. the did you even notice how... Katarina like walked off the floor oh yeah she just <laughs> she was like had her arms up like no big deal I did what I did bye yeah pretty much she just like That's owned hilarious. it like she knew that she owned that performance She's, like done yeah but it's a relationship it's it's a, this is what I love is because when you do that you take all of the like edges off and it becomes what it should be, a conversation between the performers and the audience. You know, it's a versi life, you know, and that, that's what it is. It's, it's a moment spent together. Mm-hmm. And when the moments of it, that, that is what it, you're left with. That, yeah, you just love with the you memory. Know, that, 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 that then epitomizes what cannot be put into words. That beautiful space of no question. Yeah. We'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode. This episode was produced by Alma Pictures and Baker Street. Join us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you. Merci. Gracias. Gracias. Danke. And have a great week.